guess who's back? Paul and the Alfred. Okay, Paul runs in the span. We're gonna get shut out. Gambino! Hip to a home run! Choo choo, it's time for All Andy Alfred. Good evening, everybody. This is Andy Alfred, the host of All Andy Alfred. And you're listening to All Andy Alfred tonight right here on the plethora of platforms. Whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast Now, Stitcher, and so many more. However you're listening to me, wherever you're listening to me, thank you for tuning into the program tonight. As this is a special Falcon Friday edition of the program, as we do this show live on Facebook Live. So this show is unedited, uncensored, and full of information. And you can always be a part of the show by following us on Twitter. It is at AllAndyAlfred. It is at AllAndyAlfred. And find me on Facebook at AndyAlfred. So for now, let's start the show. Oh. Homecoming this weekend. And home going, hopefully, for a certain Falcon. A medium-sized weekend in college football. The Lions are on a bye. And the Browns are going for a charger. The Jackets get a big win in Florida. And now head to Tampa to battle the Bolts. While the Walleye start their season in Greenville. And get a surprising win. All this and more. Live from Toledo, Ohio. It's all Andy Alfred. Right here. On the Anchor Network. Whether it be iTunes. Spotify. Google Podcasts. Podcast Now. Stitcher. However you're listening to me. Wherever you're listening to me. Thank you for tuning into the program tonight. Hello, I love you guys, and welcome into this Friday, Friday, a Falcon Friday edition of All Andy Alfred. I'm your host, that's great with tuna and toast, the one and only Andy Alfred, coming to you from the Man Cave Studios here in East Toledo, Ohio. Um, We did this show earlier on Facebook Live, and some of the audio was cut out. So you're gonna. So some of those, some of you that do not listen, watch the Facebook live show on Friday night. Of course, you can always watch it every Friday night by friending me on Facebook, as well as following the show on Twitter. It is at all Andy Alford. It is at all Andy Alford. Once we do the show on Facebook Live, as well as on Periscope, we're gonna work on getting it onto Periscope so we can see it on Twitter as well. So we're working with that. So. You're listening to me on the plethora of platforms with the Anchor Network, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Now, and however you're listening to me and wherever you're listening to me in the program, thank you for tuning into the program tonight. Got a lot to get into, of course. Going to start, we'll talk about the, here are the predictions for this upcoming weekend on the gridiron for both the college and the NFL. you also hear my uh, my take on a certain on the MLB playoffs, as well as a breaking news story in the world of sports as well. So, welcome into the program this evening. And let's start off, we're taping this, we started taping the show at around 10 o'clock, and we're now at around 11. Um, So we're doing all Andy Offer right now as a post-game edition, 
as the season opener for the Toledo Walleye, a uh, ECHL AA hockey team here in the city of Toledo. Kicked off in Greenville, South Carolina, as they took on the Swamp Rabbits and the Walleye getting a big win 4-3 in overtime over Greenville. Greenville getting out to a big early 3-0 lead before the Fish Star rallying back. It was Dylan Sadaway scoring uh, twice in the game, including the second one being with 18.38 to go into the third period and tying the game up at three apiece. And then the, the future captain, in my opinion, A.J. Jenks, bearing it in overtime on a four-on-three power play, bearing it past the goaltender, Doug Dant, to win the game 4-3 to three in overtime over the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. Great game on hand. As the fish get the big win. And looking at some of the stats and news and notes to pass along in the game. Like I said, Dylan Sadaway from A.J. Jenks. 18-39 on the power play. And in overtime, Jenks getting the winner from Henks and Burschback. After Goldsmith gets called for the hooking call at the 206 mark. As shots on goal look like this. Toledo outshot. Greenville 38 to 24, Nagel stopping 21 of 24, Burtis stopping 34 of 38. A crowd of 10,037 in attendance at tonight's game in Greenville as the Swamp Rabbits defeat the Swamp Rabbits are defeated by the Fish. Looking at some other games have so the Walleye getting onto the right page. We'll see what happens. It's only game 1. We'll see what happens tomorrow in game 2. Of the series, but looking at some of the other ECHL games, Newfoundland getting the win, new team out of the ECHL. They played the Florida Everblades. How about that distance for you right there? Islo, Florida, where the Florida Everblades are from, and Newfoundland, St. John's, playing each other. Newfoundland getting the win 3 to 2 in that affair. Fort Wayne beating Indianapolis 2 to 1. Idaho and Wichita were tied at two at last check. Kansas City was up two to one on Allen, and Utah and Rapid City are tied at one apiece. But it all so that's some of the games that are happening in the East Coast League. Now let's dive in a little bit into the big boys. Let's dive into the NHL and the Blue Jackets. And the Jackets getting a big win over Florida last night, five to four. Jack Orinsky, they getting on the board first, his first of the season, and then Artemi Panarin bearing it past the goaltender Reiner for Florida, and it was two nothing CBJ before Dankoff bearing it past the sprawling Jonas Kopersal with less than a minute to under a minute to play in the first period, making the score at two to one before Alexander Barkov in the second period ties it up at two apiece before Brewer ties it back, breaks the tie, and takes the lead for the Florida Panthers four, by a score of 3-2 to two before Anthony Duclair for the Jackets bearing it past Reiner and tying the game at three apiece. But again, towards the end of the period, Florida capitalizes, Brookstan getting his first of the season and making it 4-3. But then 
in the third period, the Jackets bearing two pucks in the back of the net. Boone Jenner, his first of the season, and some goals make you want to go Boone exactly right there, Bobby Mack. It's tie the game at four apiece, and a scramble out front of the net in front of Reiner, and the Panthers thought it was goaltender interference. It was not goaltender interference, in my opinion. Cam Atkinson bearing it past Reiner, and the Jackets, and Atkinson's second of the season, and the Jackets get the win in Sunrise, Florida, by a score of 5-4. to four. Shots on goal in the game. Florida had 41 shots on that to Columbus's 32. Florida was better in the faceoff percentage at 59% to Columbus's 41. The Jackets 2-for-3 on the power play. Florida 0-for-2. Columbus only had 4 minutes of penalties to Florida's 6, and they were out hit in the game. Florida, uh, Columbus was 18-7. to Some other scores around the NHL last night. Toronto was a winner 5-3 over the Detroit Red Wings. How about Winnipeg and Nashville? That big line brawl that happened between Wheeler for Wheeler and, and Shifley. Big brawl in hand as Winnipeg gets blanked by Nashville 3-0. Pittsburgh gets his first win of the season as they defeat the Las Vegas Golden Knights 4-2. In overtime in Minnesota, Minnesota gets the win 4-3 over the Chicago Blackhawks. Boston a winner 4-1 over the Edmonton Oilers. Colorado, after losing to the Jackets on Tuesday night, go into Buffalo last night uh, on yeah last night on Thursday night and destroyed the Sabres six to one. The Devils were a winner six to nothing, blanking the Washington Capitals, the defending Stanley Cup champions. The Rangers a three two win in overtime over the San Jose Sharks. The Kings getting the win in the Bell Center three to nothing. Vancouver a four one win over Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay led that game one to nothing. The, it was tied at one apiece, and Vancouver scores four, th- uh, three unanswered to win the game four to one, and St. Louis was a winner five to three over the Calgary Flames. No games on the docket tonight here on this Friday night in the NHL. So here's the games going forward for tomorrow. Las Vegas is in Philadelphia. Edmonton is in New York. Ottawa is hosting the Kings. Detroit is in Boston to take on the Bruins. Carolina is in Minnesota. The Hockey Night in Canada games look like this is a triple header. Toronto is at Washington. Pittsburgh is in Montreal. Vancouver is in Florida. Other games around the NHL uh, on the late game will be Calgary at Colorado. Other games in the NHL, the Islanders are in Nashville to take on the Predators. Anaheim is in Dallas to take on the Stars. Buffalo is in Phoenix to take on the Coyotes, and tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at Amley Arena in downtown Tampa Bay, it will be Sergei Barofsky in between the pipes for the Jackets as the Jackets play the Tampa Bay Lightning. Can the Jackets continue this momentum and getting on this two-game winning streak, or will they eat the dust to a team that's, that could be, in my opinion, in the hunt for a Stanley Cup championship. They're a definite hunt for the Stanley Cup championship. Can they get over the hump? I don't know. That's a good question. We'll see what happens with it. As we break down the standings going forward into to, in, after last night's games, looks like this. In the Atlantic Division, the Toronto Maple Leafs are in first place. 
with a 4-1-0 mark with 8 points. Boston, 6 points at 3-1-0. Buffalo, 2-2-0 with 4 points. Metropolitan, the vision looks like this. Carolina, 3-0-1 with 7 points. Columbus, 3-1-0 with 6 points. Washington, 2-1-1 with 5 points. The wildcard teams, the Devils at 2-0-0 with 4 points. And the Islanders, 2-1-0 with 4 points. Uh, Western Conference looks like this. Colorado 3-1-0 and with 6 points. Nashville 3-1-0 with 6 points. The the uh, Hawks with 6 points as well at 2-0-2. In the Pacific Division, Anaheim 3-0-1 with 7 points. The Kings 2-1-1 with 5 points. The Sharks 2-2-1 with 5 points. The Wild Card, Dallas in first at 2-1-0 with 4 points. And Calgary 2-2-0 with 4 points. It's early on in the season. We get to the 20-game mark, which is about probably about the midway point of December. We'll start making judgment calls on who's for real and who's not in this league. But uh, a good a good reading indicator is that you know Toronto is for real with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and Jonathan Tavares. The surprise right now out of for me right now is is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is not doing pretty well, getting their first win after almost two weeks is a little bit of a shock for me, but you know we'll see what happens with that as you're listening to All Andy Offer tonight right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcasts. Now, however you're listening to me and wherever you're listening to me, thank you for tuning into the program tonight, and let's hit the field. Let's hit the gridiron, and let's talk a little football. So let's hit the gridiron, and um, let's talk about last night and how about this? I think Ben McAdoo was right in benching Eli Manning. He has been absolutely horrible the last couple games. Last few games, really. And this is stemming back to the preseason, in my opinion. Manning having a terrible game. The only bright spot for the Giants in this losing season for them is Saquon Barkley. He's a star. He's going to be a gem for this team. And he had a breakout game last night against the Eagles on Thursday Night Football. 13 touches for 130 yards, one touchdown. He also had nine catches for 99 yards. He was a leading offensive for this team. As Peyton Manning went 20, excuse me, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning went 24 for 43, 281 yards, no touchdowns, one INT in the game. As the defending Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles cruise and fly eagles fly over the giants 34 to 13 carson wentz 26 for 36 278 three touchdowns zero ints he also ran the ball two times for 14 yards smallwood 18 touches for 51 yards no tds in the game austin jeffries eight catches for 74 yards two tds zach Ernst seven catches 43 yards one td in the game as Thursday night football has commenced. So we are now in week six of the NFL football season. And let's dive into it. We got games this weekend and you'll hear my predictions with these games as well too. So be advised. These are, these are picks. Don't you, you know, these are for entertainment purposes only. So here we go. Tampa Bay is in Atlanta to take on the Falcons. I'm going to take Atlanta. I think Atlanta's going to rebound after their embarrassing loss the last uh, two weeks ago at home to the 
Cincinnati Bengals. I think they're going to rebound from this. Pittsburgh is in the natty, speaking of the Bengals, to take on the Bengals. I'm going to take Cincinnati in the game. Buffalo is in Houston to take on the Texans. I'm going to take Buffalo in this game. I think Houston, after their win, their rallying win against Dallas, I don't think they're going to be up for this game against the Bills. I'm going to take the Tex. I'm going to take the Bills in this game. Miami at home taking on the the battle of the Midway, the powerhouse in the Midway, and that is the Chicago Bears with Khalil Mack. And my friend Terrence said it best on on the Facebook live show tonight that you know he is becoming one of the best players in best linebackers in Chicago history. I agree with that statement. But I just don't think that they're going to get the job done in Miami, and I think Miami will get the win over Chicago. Minnesota is at home. They'll take on the Arizona Cardinals. I'll take the Vikings and skull, skull for my friend, uh, for my 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 for the missus's father, uh, Phil, and and my friend Jim. And my friend Roberto, my Indian, the Indianapolis Colts are in New York to take on the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I'll take Sam Darnold and the Jets over the Indianapolis Colts. Seattle is at Oakland to take on the Raiders. This is a weird game. This game is a 1 o'clock kickoff in Oakland, California. So that is a 10 a.m. 10 a.m. West Coast time, 1 o'clock Eastern for that game. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Seahawks in that game. I thought I was gonna take the Raiders. I'll take the Seahawks in that game. Carolina is in Washington to take on the Washington Football Club. I'll take Carolina in that one. Four o'clock games look like this. Carol uh, Denver is hosting the L.A. Rams. I'll take Jared Goff and the Rams. Jacksonville is in Dallas to take on the Cowboys. I will take Jacksonville in that game, which sets up the Sunday night game, Kansas City versus New England. Patrick Mahomes versus and Kareem Hunt versus Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. I'll take New England in the game. I think New England's a better team in this one. And Monday night football, Green Bay is at home to take on the San Francisco 49ers. I will take Green Bay over over the 49ers, which sets up this. The Lions on a bye this week. They'll get the they'll get the week off, of course, so we won't they will pick. But the Chargers are on the road. They'll head into the mistake on the lake. First energy stadium to take on the Browns. The Rally Possums will be in full force for this one, folks. They're planning on selling Rally Possums outside the stadium. I I I really want one of those t-shirts to say Rally Possum on it. It'll be interesting to see. I think for the first time in a long time, the Cleveland Browns are going to be over 500. And I think they're going to beat the Chargers this week. And they'll go 3, 2, and 1. So I will take the Browns to beat the Chargers... This weekend. Be interesting. Very, very interesting. And we'll see how Baker Mayfield does. 
I mean, the conditions are going to be better. It's going to be football kind of weather, kind of cool, relaxing, because it is chilly now, of course. But we'll see as you're listening to all Andy offer tonight right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast Now. However you're listening to me and wherever you're listening to me tonight, thank you for tuning into the program. And let's dive into it. Let's go right into it, folks. It's a big weekend happening in college football. A, a small slate of top 25 games happening this week weekend. So here's my predictions and the games happening this weekend. 21st ranked Auburn hosts the Tennessee Volunteers. I'll take Auburn in the game. Florida is at Vanderbilt. Florida 14th ranked in the country. I'll take the Gators. My upset special of the season, I think, in my opinion. Number two ranked Georgia heads into LSU to take on the Tigers. I'm taking LSU in this game. I think Georgia is so overrated. I don't think this is this is the team for them. I think LSU is a better team than than a lot of people credit. I'm going to take LSU over Georgia. 22nd ranked Texas A&M heads into South Carolina to take on the Gamecocks. I'll te- take Texas A&M. Here's my second upset of the season. I'm going to take Oregon to beat Washington in Oregon. 17th ranked Oregon to defeat the 7th ranked Washington Huskies. Tom Herman and the Texas Longhorns take on Baylor. I'll take Texas in that game. Central Florida is in Memphis to take on the Tigers. I'll take on I'll take Central Florida in that one. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. The Alabama Crimson Tide. The Alabama Crimson Tide Roll Tide. Alabama heads home to play Missouri. I'll take Alabama in that game. Sixth-ranked West Virginia hosts Matt Campbell in the Iowa State Cyclones. I will take West Virginia in that one. 16th-ranked Miami, Florida hosts go on the actually go on the road. They'll take on Virginia. I will take Miami in that one. 19th-ranked Colorado heads to USC. I'll take Colorado in that game, which sets up fifth-ranked Notre Dame hosting the Pitt Panthers. I'll take Notre Dame. Plain and simple for that one. Big Ten looks like this. Maryland is home to play Rutgers. I'll take Maryland. Iowa is at Indiana. I will take Iowa in that one. Northwestern hosting Nebraska. I will take Northwestern. Purdue is at Illinois. I will take Purdue in that game. So it sets up the three local teams in the Big Ten, and we'll start with Michigan State, the furthest of teams. Uh, Michigan State heads into Happy Valley to take on Penn State. Penn State eighth-ranked in the country. You know, as a Michigan State fan, you look at this game and you wonder if we're going to be able to compete. I just don't see it. I think Penn State gets the better of us. I take Penn State over Michigan State. And tomorrow night, eight, excuse me, seven thirty on ABC. It will be Michigan hosting Wisconsin. Wisconsin fifteenth ranked, Michigan twelfth ranked. This is a game where. For me, it was a coin flip because Wisconsin's very, very good. Michigan, very, very good. But Michigan always seems to choke under the big lights. If you look at last year against Michigan State in the pouring rain, they looked horrible this past year. Starting the season at Notre Dame, couldn't get the job done. 
They struggled against Northwestern two weeks ago. I'm going to take Michigan, though, in this game. I'll take Michigan to beat Wisconsin, which sets up the roll the boat into the horseshoe, and the third-ranked Buckeyes are going to be sinking the boat, in my opinion, as the Minnesota Golden Gophers take on the Ohio State Buckeyes. I will take Ohio State in that game, which sets up this, the Mid-American Conference. I mean, before we begin picking the Mid-American Conference, I want to make mention of this really quickly. And this is uh, this is from a good, reliable source. Um, do you want to guess what the ticket sales have been for this upcoming weekend's BGSU homecoming game? This is including season tickets, including season ticket holders. Ticket sales for this game are. They've only sold roughly around 9,000 tickets for the homecoming game in a stadium that seats 26,000. Roughly around 9,000 seats have been sold. 9,000. So I'm hoping that they have a good walk-up crowd. For this game. I really really do. I really really do hope. That they get a walk up. And this is showing. I Hopefully this is showing the administration. Hey. This guy isn't cutting it. We don't want to come out and see a losing football team. One in five is not going to get you anywhere. One in five isn't going to get you anywhere. Anywhere. Not gonna get you anywhere. So hopefully that they get better. But I doubt it. Buffalo is at home to take on the Akron Zips. This game for me, it will determine who wins the East. And who has control of the East. Buffalo, very good team. Gave Central Michigan a run last week. And they they last week beat Central Michigan 34-24. I think they'll continue the winning ways. I have Buffalo beating Akron. Kent State is at Miami of Ohio. I will take Kent State. Central Michigan, after their loss against Buffalo, will take on Ball State at home. I will take the fighting Chippewas. Central Michigan over Ball State. NIU is at home to take on Ohio. I'll take NIU in the game. So sets up the two local teams here in the Mid-America Conference. And we'll start with the team here in the city of Toledo, and that is the Toledo Rockets head into Ypsilanti, Michigan, to take on Eastern Michigan and the Eastern Michigan Eagles. Eastern Michigan, a good team, beating Purdue this year, giving San Diego State a run for its money. And Toledo, you know, falling apart against Miami, losing to Fresno State, winning against Nevada and VMI, and beating a a Bully Green team, getting their first win in MAC play, and beating us for the ninth straight time in a row. I think the Eagles have the better odds. Uh, Toledo's a two and a half point favorite in this game, but I'm going to take Eastern Michigan in this game. 
I think Eastern Michigan will be up for this game. I think they'll get the win and beat the University of Toledo, which sets up this tomorrow at 3.30 on ESPN+. Plus For homecoming 2018, the Bowling Green State University Falcons take on the Western Michigan Broncos. Now, two years ago, Western Michigan was in the Mid-America Conference Championship game, and P.J. Fleck was the coach. And you heard it in Mike Press press conference on Monday that this team you know Western Michigan's not a slouch uh, but they're going to be a good team they're going to test I, I, I hate to do this I really do on this Falcon Friday I think Western Michigan's going to win this football game I really really do I'm picking Western Michigan to beat BG at homecoming now, I, I, I heard it from Taryn Bland. I will hear it from all of you. Why are you picking, you know, you're a big you, you're a big BG fan, you know, and you're, uh, listen, I don't like to be a homer. I'm going to tell you straight up like it is. And I hope the administration sees this game, sees the empty seats, and sees the lack of play and the lack of tackling and the lack of leadership with this coaching staff. I really, really do. Because here's the fact. If Bowling Green loses this game, if Bowling Green loses this game to Western Michigan, then Jenks is out. And especially when the boosters, when you say to the press conference on Monday that you don't care about the boosters, well, brother, you just you just kissed your kissed your funeral. And you kissed your obituary. Because this is done. You are done as the head coach of Bowling Green. Now whether it be this week where you get fired. Or next week. I think it more than likely will probably be next week. After the Ohio game. Because BG then gets a bye. They don't play again until the 30th. In my opinion, Mike Jenks is out as coach. When is it? When's it going to happen? I'm hoping it happens either this Saturday or next Saturday. But we'll see. We shall see. Yeah, looking for, uh, looking forward to seeing all the pictures and hearing all the good stories and all about that. Share your memories. Share your, share your stories for this for this past weekend. On our Twitter account at all Andy Alfred with the hashtag AAA Live, and um, we'll share them on the air with you on Monday's edition, on Tuesday's edition of All Andy Alfred. You're listening to the program tonight here on the Anchor Network, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast Now, however you're listening to me, and wherever you're listening to me tonight. Thank you for tuning into the program tonight as well. So. We talked about the college football. We'll talk briefly about MLB. And how about the Boston Red Sox defeating the New York Yankees in the Bronx in Game 4. And on Monday night, putting up a shellacking 16 runs, a 16-1 to score. Beating the Yankees and now playing the Astros. And who was it that said it three weeks ago when Boston was playing Houston? This was going to be a preview of the American League Championship Series. This guy right here. 
this guy right here. And that series starts tomorrow night, 8 o'clock on TBS. Of course, right now, the National League World, National League Championship is happening as the L.A. Dodgers are in Milwaukee to take on the Brew Crew. And it has just gone final. The Brewers winning 12 straight so far with a 6-5 win over the, Do- over the Dodgers. It was... Kershaw, the loss, he goes to 0-1. Woodruff, the win, he goes to 1-0. As the Dodgers lose, and they're down one game to nothing to the Brewers that next game on Sunday on FS1. So, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. You're listening to All Andy Alford tonight right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast Now, however you're listening to me and wherever you're listening to me, Thank you for tuning into the program, and let's... Oh, what do you have for me? I have some breaking news to pass along to you tonight. Breaking news here on All Andy Alford tonight, of course, is this. It looks like the Columbus crew are going to live in Columbus for a while. Reports out of Columbus tonight are that Browns owners Jimmy Haslam, his wife Bonnie, and a group of investors have purchased from Press Court the Columbus crew and plan on keeping Columbus, keeping the team in Columbus. Hashtag save the crew worked. Saved the crew. Worked. Jimmy Haslam and his investors have purchased the Columbus crew. Are are projected to have purchased the Columbus crew. It's still some final paperwork to pass along to it. But I think it's going to happen. I really think it's going to happen. And here's a key piece. Here's the key pieces to this. This whole situation about the crew. One is they want to build a stadium in downtown. The question is, I've been looking at some of this over last night, over the night tonight, and the question is where do they want to put it? Where do they where can they put a, a downtown they want the stadium downtown? In my opinion, there's two spots. One in the university district. And the other is in the brewery district. There's a lot of open air in that area. But, of course, you have the old school housing and the old school brick pattern. I don't know if you could want to put it there. I think the university setting would be more ideal than anything else. Um, I think it's more likely that that it's going to... That's going to be in the university district if they put if they put a downtown stadium, but the goal right now is to make sure that we get this team set up and in, you know, and make sure that the, all the paperwork goes in, and that we, you know, we, we'll see. But it's just so good to see. You know, local investors and the Brown and and Jimmy Haslam 
are in, are in the process of purchasing the crew. And I, uh, I will read you the statement from MLS Soccer that came out tonight from them regarding the situation and the, and the investments that are going on right now. And it looks like this. Looks like this verbatim to read it like this to you right here. The crew, MLS Soccer, this is from MLS Soccer. And here's what we know. Haslam confirms he's trying to buy the crew. Uh, MLS confirms local ownership wants to join him. A new downtown stadium would be a part of the deal. Owner Owners D and Jimmy Haslam said Friday that as they are a part of a group trying to buy the Columbus crew to keep the team in the city. The group, which involves Columbus area investors, said in a statement it's moving forward to acquire the team, which appears to be headed to Austin, Texas after this season. A new stadium in downtown Columbus is a part of the plan, although no details were provided. This is what MLS wrote. Uh, MLS statements on Columbus. Major League Soccer and the Columbus Partnership have been working together for several months on a plan to keep the crew in Columbus. We have made significant progress. Recently, the Haslam family, along with Columbus-based Edwards family, have joined the efforts to keep Columbus SC in Columbus. MLS, the Columbus Partnership, and the investment group all agree that the club that for the club to be successful, it requires a s- strong local partnership long-term corporate support, a strong season ticket base, and a long-term plan for stadiums, practice facilities, and associated sites. MLS is committed to keeping the crew in Columbus should we continue to make the progress on the critical components and agree to terms with the investment group. MLS recognizes that the corporation press court sports venture has demonstrated throughout the the process to date. MLS also remains a very committed to the press court sports Ventures plans to launch an MLS club in Austin and decided for the Austin to become a great MLS city. We provide we will continue to work with PSF and City of Austin for timely for the timely launch of Austin FC. And that was from the MLS comp from MLS. And the thing is, reading all that, I don't know if they'll get this job done. I really, I really don't know if they're going to get the job done, but it looks like it's going to get done. So hashtag save the crew is still going, but more or less, it's going to. I think it's about done. I think, I think we're going to have the team here, and that's going to set up perfect because Cincinnati is now going to be an MLS team next year. They're in the the relegated league right now, and I think they're going to make it. I really think they're going to make it. So. We'll see what happens. As you're listening to All Andy Alford tonight right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcasts Now, however you're listening to me, wherever you're listening to me tonight. And that's going to actually wrap it up for the program tonight. We'll be back on the air on Tuesday to recap all that happened throughout sports, whether what the, what BG did, the UT, Ohio State. We'll talk about the Jackets as well as the other game for the Walleye. So much more. So thank you for tuning into the program tonight. I hope you enjoyed it. And remember, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, what are you doing? Hit that subscribe button to your to whatever platform, whether it be Stitcher, 
Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Now, and on iTunes. Thank you for listening to the program tonight. And I'm Andy Elford. And as always, I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. The game of life. Keep your stick on the ice. And to the teams you root for at home and to my teams, the Jackets. Go Jackets! Go Walleye. Go Falcons. Go State. And go Lions. And let's go Browns. And let's go crew. Hashtag save the crew. Victory is sweetest when you have tasted defeat. Have a great night, everybody, and a great week. And I'll talk to you guys on Tuesday for another edition of All Andy Alford. Love you. Talk to you then. This has been a presentation of the All Andy Alford Network, powered by Anchor.